Bowl on the Blue Raiders Sports Network. Today's game is presented by Lewis Bakeries, Bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Reds. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Now to the stadium. Calling today's action, here's Dick Palmer. Thank you and good afternoon. Welcome into another broadcast of Middle Tennessee Blue Raider Baseball. This is game number 51 on the season, which means we are getting down toward the end of the line as far as uh, Blue Raider Baseball is concerned. Three games left in the regular season and then the tournament next week. Tonight's game is presented by First Vision Bank. First Vision Bank providing more power to your business. Thank you, First Vision Bank, for your continued support of Blue Raider Athletics. Dick Palmer along with John Callow with you from the press box here overlooking a beautiful Reese Smith Field. It is a sunny, warm afternoon, <laughs> and John, the wind is blowing out of the south, which means... It is blowing hard out of the south, Dick, which means uh, those six left-handers in the uh, uh, the southern Mississippi lineup are going to be uh, wanting to get that ball in the air. Southern Mississippi, 38-14 and 14 on the season. They lead Conference USA with a 20-7 and seven record. They come in here after winning uh, their their final uh, series before this series, uh, taking uh, two out of three from San Antonio, uh, which is in the running for first place, as is Louisiana Tech, as is Middle Tennessee. Dick, we've got four teams uh, bunched within three games, so a lot of things can happen, uh, and a lot of it depends on what happens here in Murfreesboro. Raiders come in 29 and 21, 17 and 10 in Conference USA with a shot at uh, tying. They are three games behind Southern Miss, and we play them three times, so just do the math. Raiders win all three. They would tie Southern Mississippi and own the tiebreaker. Absolutely, and uh, you just uh, we'll be keeping track of all the scores in Conference USA. We've already got a couple of finals. One of them had a minimal effect on us and we'll see what the others look like. All right, we'll take a break. When I come back, be talking with the Blue Raider head coach, Jim Tolman. That'll be coming up next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. At State Farm, when home and auto work as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wama. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. 
Last Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Last Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Hey, hey, hey! Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods. And Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamm Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. This isn't your regular cola, so this isn't your regular cola ad. This is Nitro Pepsi, the first cola ever infused with nitrogen. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. This is cola like you've never had it before. New Nitro Pepsi. Smooth, creamy, delicious. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit willfraleylaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Welcome back into our pregame show as the Raiders start their final series in the regular season against the team leading Conference USA, Southern Mississippi. Coach Jim Tillman visiting with us on the pregame show. A little bit different scenario than last year, Coach, when we were scrapping to get into the tournament. Now we've got a chance to win the championship. Yeah, it's, it feels a lot better, and uh, you know, it's it's always uh, tough when you have to. We had to win two here last year just to get in, and then we did, and then we have a chance to if we can play well for three games, we have a chance to win it. But uh, you know, we got a really good opponent who's uh, pitching really well this year, and. Uh, they're probably the team in our conference that is the most like an SEC, ACC team the last 10 years. Coach Barry's job there, and they're, they're going to be good. But, but we're here. We're ready to show up. And we've got about two hours to go, and it's game on. So we're, we're meeting a team in the top 20 for the second time this week, and we'll close out with Southern Miss. Maybe not as strong as they've been in the past. They've lost a couple of series, but they came back and won their last series and as always they have that really good pitching yeah well I looked at their stats and uh, I think they got 200 more strikeouts than we do that's a lot and they have uh, three really good stars they got two or three really good relievers the closers very good they got three or four guys with a lot of home runs so they're quite capable and uh, we're just looking forward to the challenge you're going with Keenan now He's had a couple of three rough, rough outings, but hopefully he'll return to his 
uh, early season and mid-season form and give us a good performance tonight. Yeah, it's next man up. Whoever's available, we're going to throw. It's a situation where we're down three or four position players and we're down uh, in the last two weeks. Uh, Ham's out and uh, Wigginton's out now. He's sick. So, um, Wig was supposed to pitch tonight, but he's he's in bed right now. So, uh, the next one up is Keenan, and he's very capable. He's had a really good career here, and we need him to step up. And uh, might need to have some pitchers that haven't thrown a whole lot step up in this series and in the tournament. Uh, hopefully, we'll get Wigginton back for the tournament. Uh, I don't think we're going to get Ham back. So, that's our, probably our, arguably our top two pitchers. So, it's not a great time, but... Uh, you know, it's a, you know, these guys have played their butts off all year, and it's next man up, and it's all, that's, it's our motto for this, this next week, and then the tournament is next man up. Someone has to step up. All right, Coach, best of luck tonight. Appreciate it. That's Coach Jim Tobin with his pregame comments as the Raiders take on Southern Mississippi. We will take uh, our final break and be back with starting lineups and first pitch coming up next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Oh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors' Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Welcome back into our pregame show as the Raiders get ready to challenge the number one team in the conference, Southern Mississippi, first of a three-game series tonight. Time now for the starting lineups presented by the Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Visit one of their 27 Middle Tennessee locations, including four 
in Murfreesboro. John, how about those lineups? Well, leading off for the Golden Eagles will be the center fielder, Gabe Montenegro, batting second, the shortstop, Dustin Dickerson. Batting third, the left fielder, Reese Ewing, and in the cleanup spot, first baseman, Christopher Sargent. D.H. Slade Wilkes bats fifth, batting sixth, the third baseman, Danny Lynch. Will McGillis, the second baseman, bats seventh, batting eighth, Carson Pato, the right fielder. And in the nine hole, Rodrigo Montenegro, the catcher and brother of the leadoff hitter, Gabe Montenegro. On the mound will be a right-hander, their ace, Tanner Hall, and we'll talk about him in a little bit. For the Raiders, leading off shortstop, Fausto Lopez, batting second, second baseman, J.T. Mabry. The D.H., Wyatt Morgan will bat third, and batting fourth, Jackson Galloway in left field. Batting fifth, Briggs Rudder will be at first base. Batting sixth, Brett Coker at third base. Right fielder Eston Snyder bats seventh. Catcher Mason Spears bats eighth. And in the nine hole, be the center fielder Luke Vinson. And you said, she said earlier, Zach Keenan will be on the mound for the Raiders tonight. Head coaches are exchanging their lineups at home plate with the umpires. David Brown will have home plate in this game. Jeff Francis will call him at first base. Joseph Holt will be the third base umpire as uh, the Raiders and Southern Mississippi get ready to do battle for the 40th time, beginning a series beginning back in 1990, before the teams were in the same conference. But uh, Southern Miss has dominated this series, John. They have won 21 straight games against Middle Tennessee and have a 31 to eight overall edge in the series. Now the Raiders against the Golden Eagles here are six and 11, but in Hattiesburg, two and 20. Well, we're not playing in Hattiesburg today, are we, Dick? So that's a, a, a small mark in our favor. But here's the deal. Southern Mississippi has gone on the road a couple of times. They went to Birmingham against a team that's down below us, way down below us, and UAB handled them. So they can be had. Yeah, two out, lost two out of three. Uh, at UAB, they've also lost uh, a couple of other series and uh, just came back to win their last series. They lost at UAB, they lost to Old Dominion at home, two out of three, but came back to take two out of three from San Antonio in Hattiesburg. The last Blue Raider win over Southern Mississippi, April the 4th, 2014. And that was the first game of a three-game series. Raiders won it 13 to one, and have not won since <laughs> against the Golden Eagles. Well, I, last I, year we played them here for four games. I remember. And uh, the first game of the series was nothing to nothing. I think early, and they won it, and then went on to win the other three games. So Raiders are taking the field. We'll set them defensively for you. With uh, Brett Coker in third, Fausto Lopez in short, J.T. Mabry in second, Briggs Rudder is at first, Mason Spears behind the plate in left field, Jackson Galloway, Luke Benson in center, and Eston Snyder in right. And before we uh, take a look at our starting pitcher, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. 
the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Dick Palmer, John Callow with you on a Thursday night as Zach Keenan takes the band for the Raiders. And, John, you've got numbers on him. Sure do, Dick. Um, Zach is making his 13th start of the season, 14th appearance. He's thrown 71 in the third innings, given up 49 runs, 43 of them earned on 77 hits, 22 walks, 53 strikeouts. He's got a 5.43 ERA, a 4-4 four four record. And opponents hitting uh, 271. He does give up the long ball, giving up 12 of them, which is team leading uh, for the Raiders staff. I'm not sure that's one you want to lead. Well, uh, the wind is blowing out toward uh, right field. Take a look at our game conditions for you here as we're just about ready for first pitch. 89 degrees is our temperature. Wind is out of the south-southwest at 14. And the skies are partly cloudy. There's no uh, call for any precipitation tonight, so we're glad about that. And we'll see how the Raiders can handle the Golden Eagles and handle the weather at the same time as Middle Tennessee gets ready to take on Southern Miss. Gabe Montenegro will be the leading hitter or the leadoff hitter for Southern Mississippi. We've seen him for several years now. He is a senior and will stand in there from the left side against Zach Keenan. Keenan's last outing was in relief at uh, Rice and that was he came in in the eighth inning Got the uh, last two outs, but had trouble in the ninth. Gave up a two-run homer and was uh, was relieved. The game went extra innings. The Raiders won it 5-4. to four. Here's Montenegro. A left-handed batter. First pitch from Keenan is a ball outside. We're underway at 6.03 on a Thursday afternoon. Montenegro hitting 280 for the season with one home run. Outfield playing him straight away. And the next pitch fouled off to the left. Count goes to one and one. I expect uh, Eston Snyder will be playing very deep to everybody today. I would think so, and uh, particularly since they've got their lineup uh, it's stacked with left-handed hitters. Six of the nine are left-handed hitters. Cannon, the senior, delivers the next pitch, and it's high for ball two. Two balls and a strike. Zach Keenan in his uh, fifth year out of Sawati, Georgia, has been the Friday night starter most of the season for the Raiders. Next pitch is swung on a miss, took a little bit off and had him out in front. So the ball the count will go to two balls, two strikes. Montenegro, Dickerson and Ewing here in the first inning for Southern Mississippi. Keenan's pitch hit right back up the middle. Lopez behind the bag at second, throws to first, and it gets away from Rudder. The runner will go to second. John, I'm going to call that an infield hit and a throwing error. I think uh, that is the right call. That's the way I would score it. Uh, Fausto really did not have a play. 
and uh, he he did well to get to the ball. Yeah, and uh, tried to do a, a, a 360 turn and or 180, how many degrees that was that he turned, and uh, as a result, the throw was just not very good. So the leadoff man is at second base with nobody out. The batter is Dustin Dickerson, the shortstop. Dickerson, a right-handed batter. Montenegro leads at second base. And Keenan's pitch is outside, ball one. John, this uh, Southern Miss team is not a running team. They don't really have to be <laughs> with the bats that they've got in the lineup. They have hit 68 home runs in their 52 games to date. Well, you look at that uh, lineup today, and they've got one, two, three guys with double-digit home runs, another one with nine, another one with eight. So uh, they uh, they can stick the ball pretty good. Next pitch, a strike call to Dickerson. The count goes to one and one compared to the 68 home runs for Southern Miss. The Raiders have hit 46, and this is their 51st game. There's a bunt. It's going to be fielded by Keenan. The throw to first is in time, and the sacrifice will move Montenegro over to third with one out. Score that one to three on the putout and a sacrifice bunt for Dickerson. So he'll get some high fives coming into the dugout. Here is Reese Ewing, the left fielder, a left-handed hitter. Stands in there at 303 on the season with nine home runs. Mabry is playing him eight feet on the on the grass <laughs> in shallow right field. Well, he sure is. They, uh, I think they're conceding that run to get the out. Lopez just to the left of second base, not quite directly behind the bag, but there's a big hole between short and third and a, a similar big hole between short and second. First pitch was ball one to Ewing. Keenan will pitch out of the stretch and delivers a swing and a miss. Count will go to one and one. Needs a strikeout here, pop up on the infield, come back at the pitcher. Need to hold that runner at third. Rich Ewing is a first-year player for Southern Miss out of Pearl River Community College, where he played two years. Pitch inside and hit him. So Ewing will go to first base. Setting up yeah, that's a not, double play, but uh, still first and third. You don't like that situation. But it's not necessarily the worst thing could have happened to us. Get a ground ball here. Get out of the inning with nothing across. Don't let that error hurt you and move on. Runners at first and third. One out here in the top of the first inning. Raider infield coming in double play depth now. Rudder holding the runner at first base close, and the pitch is in for a strike, an off-speed pitch. This is Christopher Sargent, 18 home runs on the season. He is their big bopper. He has had two two-homer games and one three-homer game. 
Here's the one strike pitch. Took it high and outside. One ball and one strike to Sargent. He came in after two years at Coastal Alabama Community College. Last season for Southern Miss started every game. Hit only 227, but he did hit 16 home runs. Pitch to the plate, outside, ball two, two and one. Center fielder Luke Vinson swung over into left center field. Galloway deep and left. And I'll just uh, mention again, Snyder's gonna be deep for everybody in right field. Well, Sargent has struck out 45 times, so he's definitely a candidate for that. Two balls and a strike, swing and a miss. The count goes to two and two. Change is uh, throwing something off speed again. Did you see that guy from Minnesota the other night that was came in in relief and was throwing 45-mile-an-hour fastballs? Got three up, three down. For the University of Minnesota? No, for the Minnesota Twins. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I just happened to see that on the on the web this morning, I think, but never seen anything like that. 2-2 two, two pitch, swung on, popped up. That's a foul ball, and is going to drift and be out of play ah. over in front of the Blue Raider clubhouse down the right field side. If you're not familiar with the dimensions here, it's 330 feet down each line, four, uh, 395 to straightaway center field, and 365 to the power alleys in left and right. The scoreboard is outside the right field fence at the 365 mark. And we are on natural grass. Love it. Two balls, two strikes. Keenan comes set. And the 2-2 pitch outside blocked by Spears. Nice job of keeping that ball in front of him and keeping that runner at first base. That will fill the count up now, three and two. Wind was blowing out at about 14 miles an hour at game time. 89 degrees, but thankfully the humidity is low. Sargent's grounded into four double plays, so he can do that for us too. Swung on a miss, struck him out. Runner goes to second, but no throw. As Spears elected to hang on to the baseball. So give Ewing a stolen base, his second of the season. Well, we, we got the big strikeout. Now we don't need the double play. We can get out of this thing and with uh, no harm done and Get our own bats at work. This is Slade Wilkes, the designated hitter. Bats from the left side. Runner second and third, two outs. Swing and a tap foul over by the Blue Raider dugout. One strike to Wilkes. He's hitting 294, eight home runs. This young man uh, out of Columbia, Mississippi. Only a sophomore. Started 12 times as a freshman for them last year. Keenan with a one strike pitch. Caught the outside corner, nothing in two.
Crowd still coming in. To be honest, John, I was expecting a little bigger turnout for first game of this series. It's a very critical game for the Blue Raiders, and we need some folks in the stands. Well, we sure do need to get the fans behind this team. 0-2 the count to Wilkes. And a ball hit to center field. Is going to get in for a base hit. One run will score. They're waving the second runner. Throw comes to the plate. And the runner... Wilkes will go to second on the throw to the plate, and Southern Mississippi with an early two to nothing lead. Wilkes didn't try to do too much with it. He just laid the bat on it, floated it out in the center field, or dropped in front of Benson. Just didn't go far enough. Benson had it played, lined upright, just was not shallow enough. And so give Wilkes two RBIs, giving him 31 on the season. And Southern Miss off to an early two to nothing lead. Two outs. The batter is Danny Lynch, the third baseman. He's a left-handed hitter. Dick, he's got stirrup socks. Yes, he does. Takes a pitch, which must have been a little bit low. Ball one. Don't see that much anymore. Not much anymore. Lynch hitting 250 with five home runs. He was their regular third baseman a year ago. Again, that pitch just missed. Boy, Keenan has been right around the plate yeah. on those first two pitches. Didn't get the call on either one. So it's two balls, no strikes to Lynch. Keenan checks the runner at second, delivers a ground ball to first. Runner's got it. He will make the play unassisted, and that's going to be all in the first inning for the Golden Eagles, but they take an early lead as they come up with two runs on two hits. There was an error, and one man left. We'll go to the bottom of the first inning. Southern Mississippi 2, Middle Tennessee coming to bat on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee, not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, 615-896-5656. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. And we go to the bottom half of inning number one. Southern Mississippi out to a two to nothing lead. As the Golden Eagles will have their number one pitcher, Tanner Hall, a sophomore, taking them out. Tanner Hall making his 13th start, 15th appearance. 
83 innings. He's given up uh, 32 runs, 24 of them earned on 69 hits, 10 walks. Get this, Dick. 117 strikeouts. How's that for a ratio? 2.60 ERA, 7-2 record. Uh, opponents hitting 220 against Tanner Hall. He has lost his last two Friday night starts. Uh, last week to UTSA and the preceding week, I believe, to is that UAB? Old Dominion. Oh, Old Dominion. But he's had a lot of strikeouts in each game. First pitch to Lopez, hit him. So Fausto hit by the pitch. We'll go down to first base and the Raiders have a base runner. You notice he was very polite uh, in his uh, address to the umpire on that. Never <laughs> learn. Yeah, are you sure I was hit? Yes, sir. Our game if tonight, you're sure, I'm sure. Our game tonight presented by First Vision Bank. First Vision Bank providing more power to your business. And we thank First Vision Bank for their support of Blue Raider Athletics. Here's JT Mabry with a runner at first, nobody out. Hall's pitch to him, almost hit him inside. Yeah. So he has come inside on the first two pitches, hit Lopez, almost hit Mabry. One ball, no strikes. Mabry hitting 299. Hall turns and a quick throw to first. Just back in time was Lopez. That was very close. That's uh, the ninth hitter that uh, Tanner Hall has hit this year. Hall is a sophomore, 6'1", 178 out of Zachary, Louisiana. Another throw to first, and again, Lopez just back in there. First baseman did not come up with the ball. Fausto out about five, six steps, doing a little gardening work. Southern Miss just seems to retool their pitching staff every year and come up with sub three ERA pitchers. And Hall's no exception. Swinging a little roller out to the mound. The pitcher fell down. Still had time enough. Uh, he was on the seat of his pants and threw Mabry out at first base. That will not be a sacrifice. He was swinging away. I think that what he was uh, thinking about was as he came in on that ball, should I uh, think about going to second base, try and turn two? And in the meantime, his feet just came out from under him. And you're right, he was he was just sitting there. Still made a good throw, didn't he? Yes, he did. The infield grass may be a little damp. They, of course, they water down the infield, and some of that water trickles over to the grass at times. So Lopez is at second. One out. The batter is Wyatt Morgan. And they needed to. And I drive to right field. That's a base hit. Lopez rounding third. He's going to score as the throw is cut off. It's a two-to-one game. Morgan jumps on the first pitch. Sharp single to right. He's been hitting the ball well lately and gets his 17th RBI. Now, if you get down two in the top, you want to come back and at least get some of it back. And uh, Raiders have done that. They've been hitting the ball recently. Raiders actually have a higher team batting average than Southern Miss. Middle Tennessee is 282 as a team. Southern Miss, 278. 
Here is Jackson Galloway, the Raiders' leading hitter, steps in. Swings from the right side. He is at 359 for the season. Morgan, short lead at first. First pitch is a strike, nothing in one. For a minute there, it looked like that wind was calming down a little bit, but it's picked back up. One strike to count to Galloway. Fastball Mitch's low, one and one. It must have been low because it sure looked like he had a piece of the plate. Briggs Rudder on deck to hit next. A 1 1 pitch taken for ball two. Two and one. Methinks our plate umpire has a tight strike zone. It's uh, looking like that so far. That uh, last pitch was. Probably a baseball width farther outside than the one before it. Two and one, swing and a miss. Count levels off at two balls, two strikes. Oh, he, that was just heat, wasn't it? Hall had 14 strikeouts against uh, UTSA in the first game of that series, but lost the uh, decision. It wound up eight to seven, the pitch. Swung on, hit to right field. Right fielder going back, back on the track, reaches up and takes it. One-handed catch out on the track by the right fielder, uh, Peto. But he had two steps, I think, left till he hit the wall. So that is out number two. Well, that's opposite field, so uh, that's kind of interesting foul away for later in this ball game. Two to one, Southern Miss leading. We're in the bottom of the first inning. Here's Briggs Rudder. Rudder at 3.01 for the season, playing first base again. He pitches a check swing and a ball. They just moved the center fielder, oh, what, about four steps into right, uh, towards right center. He'd been playing that straight up. Corners are both uh, playing straight up. One ball, no strikes. Outside in the dirt. Good stop by the catcher, Montenegro. 2-0 and oh, the count to Rudder. So Southern Miss also playing their right fielder deep. Center fielder's probably a couple of steps deeper than normal. Left fielder's deep out there and left. Swinging a ball line in the right center, a base hit. Morgan will turn at second. He is on his way to third. The throw coming in will be cut off, and the Raiders have runners at first and third with two outs. Rudder took that ball right over the second baseman's head into right center. So now, Raiders have the same situation Southern Miss had with first and third. They eventually got runners to second and third and got a two-run single. Well, we've got a visit to the, the mound already. And there's been somebody down the bullpen. To... This is the pitching coach, Christian Ostrander, who is one of the top pitching coaches, not only in the conference, but in collegiate baseball. He came over uh, from Louisiana Tech after two years as their pitching coach, and this is his fifth year at Southern Miss. He was an outstanding collegiate pitcher at Delta State 
during his playing days. Down in Cleveland. Yeah, and I expect he played for Scott Berry, who was uh, who was the head coach at Delta State right. for a while. Yeah. Scott Berry, the head coach for the Eagles in his 13th year. And John, they have had, before Scott Berry came, they have had now 15 consecutive 30 plus win seasons and five consecutive 40 win seasons, each of the last five seasons. That's how strong that program is. And this week in uh, D1 baseball, they're ranked number 17 in the country. Have been as high as number four. That's what I was thinking. Swing and oh, miss. Come on, Brett. Brett Coker, after that first pitch, didn't get it. Yeah, that was not a very good pitch. I think he got fooled. One strike to count, runners first and third. Coker takes outside, one and one. Yeah, they went back low again. Coker laid off of it that time. Eston Snyder waiting to hit next. Raiders trailing two to one. We're in the bottom of the first inning. Runners first and third. So I got a ground ball to short. Dickerson over to second. They got the force. And that will be all for the Raiders in the first inning. But they come back to get on the board with one run. There were two hits and two men left. We have played one inning. It is Southern Miss 2, Middle Tennessee 1 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. Prescription opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school, stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. Murfreesboro, Smyrna. We go to the second inning, a two-to-one ball game, and we've got some other games going on, John, that will have a lot to do with the seedings in the tournament. Well, you got that right, Dick. Uh, we've already finished two today. Uh, this morning, Rice at FIU. That turned out Rice 5-4. Five, uh, five to four. Another final uh, up in uh, West Virginia. FAU 8, Marshall 6. Uh, down in, over in Charlotte, uh, that's Louisiana Tech. And Charlotte, is, right now, it's 2 nothing Louisiana Tech. They're in the top of the fourth. No score in the uh, top of the fourth. Uh, Old Dominion up in uh, Western. And down in San Antonio, UAB leads uh, San Antonio one to nothing there in the top of the second. Here's Will McGillis to lead off the second inning for Southern Miss. Takes Keenan's first pitch outside in the dirt for ball one. Two to one, Southern Miss leading, and we are playing in the top of the second inning at Reese Smith Field. 
check swing. That one also kicked up a little dust at home plate. Two and oh, the count. McGillis, the second baseman at 282, but he's got 14 home runs. 2 0 pitch coming, outside ball three. Don't want to walk that first guy. Oh, uh, no. The first batter reached uh, well in, in, in the first inning, came around to score. In, uh, for both teams. There's a strike at the knees. Three and one the count. Carson Pato waiting to hit next. Cannon behind in the count, three and one, delivers a swing and a foul out of play to the right. Goal count, three and two. Keenan ready for the payoff pitch. And it is swung on, hit in the air to left field, not deep enough. Galloway coming in, gives way to Benson. Benson will make the catch in left center for out number one. Good job by Keenan coming back from a 3-0 count. Got him on a fly ball to center field. Just let him put it in play. Don't walk him. Carson Pato is the right fielder. He's a left-handed batter hitting 287. He's got 12 home runs. He's wearing the stirrups too, Dick. That's kind of a, a mid-70s stirrups look, the, the high stirrups. One out in the second inning, and the right-hander delivers a check swing, and that's a strike. Oh, yeah. Nothing in one. Played umpire said, I don't need any help on that. I've got it. Nothing and one the count. That pitch misses low. One ball, one strike. Catcher Montenegro waiting to hit next. Keenan winds and fires. Check swing oh. and it's ball two. Yeah. Two and one. I thought that one had some plate. Swing and a miss. Went after a good Keenan fastball and didn't get it. Two and two. Well, they're putting uh, speeds up on the scoreboard, but since that one was 38 miles an hour, I don't think uh, the, the radar gun is right tonight. That may have been the case in Minnesota. <laughs> no, you should have seen it, Dick. Uh, the guy was throwing overhand slow pitch softball. Was that a position player? Yeah, I think so. Two balls, two strikes the count to Peto. Struck him out with a fastball. So Keegan picks up his second strikeout, put that one in on his fist, and Peto couldn't get it. Two up, two down in the second inning. That's a first vision bank strikeout. They are also our strikeout sponsor, as well as the game sponsor for all three games in this series. Here is Rodrigo Montenegro. He is the younger brother and hits one up the middle. That's going to get through for a base hit. 
swinging on that first pitch. Montenegro will give way to his brother Gabe now. The leadoff batter and he singled in the first inning. It's hit number three off Keenan. Southern Miss got two runs in the top of the first inning, a two run single by the designated hitter Slade Wilkes. Raiders came back with a run, driven in by Wyatt Morgan in the first inning. Montenegro the runner at first, Montenegro the batter. Pitch to Gabe is a strike call. They're from Guatemala originally. Yep. And their dad actually played on the Guatemalan National Baseball League uh, baseball team. From Guatemala City. Here's the one strike pitch just outside, ball one. One and one. Mabry's playing in the hole at second base, a couple of steps out on the outfield grass, so there's some hitting room up the middle, and that's right where Montenegro hit it in the first inning. Keenan's pitch, swung on, grounded to second. Mabry fields over to first in time, and the inning is over. In the inning, no runs, one hit, and one left. We'll go to the bottom of the second inning. Southern Miss 2, Middle Tennessee 1 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. We go to the third inning. Or the bottom of the second, actually. Getting a little ahead of myself. Raiders trailing two to one. We'll have the bottom third of the order coming up. So the Charlotte uh, team uh, had a big inning, I understand. Well, they sure did. They, uh, they've, uh, and they're still batting. They've been uh, down two to nothing. They came, uh, they've already put up a five spot in the bottom of the fourth. So they're leading Louisiana Tech 5-2 now, bottom of the fourth. And up in uh, Bowling Green, Western Kentucky has put some runs on the board. Top of the seventh, they're leading Old Dominion 3 to nothing. UAB and San Antonio tied 1-1, top of three. 
Here's Snyder, takes the first pitch, a strike called from Tanner Hall. Swing and a ball hit over the third baseman. That's a fair ball rolling down the left field line. Snyder's going to cruise into second with a stand-up double. Hit it right over Lynch, the third baseman, and down the line. I don't know if it ever got, went into foul ground, but it was uh, got to the corner. Was far enough for Snyder to leg out a double. Well, that could not have been fair by what foot, foot and a half. So that is his fourth double of the season. The Raiders have a runner at second, tying run there with nobody out. Third hit off Tanner Hall. Batters Mason Spears, the catcher. Spears hitting in the number eight slot. Comes in at 292, eight home runs. That wind has calmed down quite a bit. Hall comes set. Looks back at second and a swing and a miss. Well, that was Spears a changeup. That first pitch. <laughs> Nothing and one the count. He was looking fastball. They play their second baseman, McGillis, close to the bag at second, so there's some hitting room between second and first. Swing and a foul tip back to the backstop. Count to Spears, 0 and 2. And they've got the center fielder moved over about 20 feet into left center field. Heavenly playing him to pull up the middle. The sun is setting behind Floyd Stadium. Lights uh, still have not been turned on. Plenty of daylight left. Two strikes the count, struck him out on three pitches. Spears goes down swing and that's the first strikeout for Hall. And the batter will be Luke Vincent. Benson starting in center field tonight. A left-handed batter. Third baseman Lynch creeps in near the edge of the uh, infield grass. Benson has been known to lay down a bunt. He is around a bunt, bunts it foul right out in front of the plate. One strike to count. Needs to try and get that ball down over on the right side of the infield. You got the uh, first baseman playing behind the bag. You've got the second baseman playing at the edge of the grass. You could get that thing past the pitcher towards that second baseman. You're going to beat that out for a base hit. One strike to count. And they just move the First back, uh, baseman back a little bit more. Pitch in the dirt, ball one. Showed bunt again on that pitch, took it for ball one, one and one, the count to Benson. Runner at second base, Snyder with a leadoff double. One out. Hall with a pitch, showed bunt again and that one hit him. That's the second hit batter. Now, Hall, now Benson stops halfway between home and first, and the umpire says come back. So what is the call here? Plate umpire David Brown is 
explaining to Jim Tolman what he saw. So the two gentlemen discuss it. Meanwhile, Benson has picked his bat back up and is back at home plate. Well, they're going to come together for a conference. Now, if the plate umpire didn't see it and he was two feet away from the batter, how could those guys see it? And they were, they were 90 feet, 100 feet away. That's a good question. So Vincent's going to stand back in with a count of two and one. I guess that's a good reason to have your eraser in hand. Now I can hit him. Hall, come set. Not showing bunt, lines it down the left field line, but it's curving foul down oh. in the corner. That was not foul by much. Not foul by much. Take about uh, six feet by the time it uh, got down into the grass. Uh, what, about uh, 300 feet down the line? So the left-handed hitter, Luke Benson, stands back in with a count of two balls, two strikes. Hall, the right-hander, delivers. Ball three is outside. Mm. Eston Snyder, the runner at second, one out. Hall, the right-hander, comes set. Looks back at second. And a tap foul. Stay alive. Stays alive. Count holding at three and two. New what, supply of baseballs for the plate umpire. What it, uh, does it tell you about a pitcher who has almost equal numbers on walks and hit batters? It means he's got, uh, and then he's got a hundred more strikeouts. It tells me he pitches inside mm -hmm. a lot. <laughs> but all right on the plate, huh? That was oh. strike three call on the inside corner. So he did come inside, and Vincent took it for a call third strike. And that's second strikeout in the inning, second in the game for Hall. And with two outs, Fausto Lopez will stand in. He was hit by a pitch in the first inning, came around to score on a base hit by Wyatt Morgan. Tag run at second with two outs, and Lopez tops it and rolls it foul down the first baseline. So he will come back and uh, stand back in, and Snyder, who was all the way to third, will go back to second. <clears throat> Folks, you've only got two more chances to see the Blue Raiders at home this season. Six o'clock tomorrow night, second game of the series. One o'clock Saturday afternoon. That will be Senior Day. One strike to count. Lopez takes it outside. One and one. Raiders trailing two to one. We're in the bottom of the second. 
Swinging a ball hit in the air to right field. Uh, right fielder over there. Peto will take it just shy of the warning track. And that is going to be all in the second inning. So the Raiders get a leadoff double, but leave Snyder stranded at second. No runs, one hit. And one left. We've completed two full innings. Southern Miss two, Middle Tennessee one on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at getsthealthcare.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. And we go to the third inning. Southern Mississippi leading by a score of two to one. For the Golden Eagles, it will be the two, three, four hitters to face Zach Keenan. Dickerson, Ewing, and Christopher Sargent. Justin Dickerson laid down a sacrifice bunt in the first inning. That helped Southern Miss to a two-run inning. Right-handed batter. Keenan winds and fires. First pitch right in there for a call strike. Nothing in one. Outfield playing straight away for this right-handed hitter. Takes the pitch outside, one and one. He is one of the uh, few players on their team with no home runs, although he is hitting a hefty 343. It's this one into the air in center field, and Luke Vincent in will make the catch. Yeah. Four out number one. Line that right at Luke. So with one out, the batter is Reese Ewing. Ewing was hit by a pitch, came around to score the second run for Southern Miss in that first inning. One out, base is empty in the third. Zach Keenan winds and fires a swing and a miss, and he had him pulled on that pitch. Boy. That was not a very good swing oh, by Ewing. <laughs> no. That was kind of a pretend swing, wasn't it? Here's the old one. Off speed, trying to catch that corner, but just missed. Uh. One ball, one strike. 
Big right-hander into the windup. And the pitch low in the dirt for ball two. Two balls and a strike. Eighty-nine degrees at game time. The wind has died down a little bit, it appears, but the flag just now is starting to kick up a little bit. Kind of lazy. Check swing, and that's taken for ball three. I don't think it's at 14 miles an hour we were seeing earlier. Three balls and a strike. The count to Reese Ewing. And the pitch inside, ball four. Ewing draws a base on balls. That'll be the first walk allowed by Keenan. And with one out, the batter, Christopher Sargent. Keenan struck him out on a 3-2 pitch in the first inning. Christopher Sargent. He's got the uh, high socks on, but not the stirrup type. This is more conventional now. Blouse just below the knee. So they're missing their gold jerseys, black numerals, gray pants. You can see those numbers. Pitch is outside for ball one. That's always been one of my favorite color combinations. They look a little bit like the Pittsburgh Pirates out there right now. But that goes back to my high school days when we were the black and gold. One ball, no strikes. Outside ball two. Two and oh. Sergeant, 18 home runs. He's only hitting 243, so he's not hitting much for average, but he's hitting the ball out of the park. That gets a visit from the dugout. Blue Raider pitching coach Jerry Myers will walk out. Uh, let's, let's do a little trivia thing sure. early here. Okay. 1915 on May the 19th. Where were you that day, John? Hmm, I was uh, barely a speckle in my grandmother's eye, I guess. Pirates player manager Fred Clark yeah. files for patent for flip-down sunglasses designed for use in the outfield. The future Hall of Famer also creates and will be issued patents for a sliding pad and a mechanical method of positioning the tarp. So he was an innovator. Sounds like it, wow. Fred, Fred Clark, I didn't know he was in the Hall of Fame. but And there are a lot of players that still use those flip down sunglasses. Strike call, so Coach Myers must have said something uh, that reflected on that next pitch from Keenan, two balls and a strike. And now see if we can repeat it. Runner at first is Ewing with one out. Keenan sets and the pitch. Swung on, hit to center field. Benson back, back, reaches up, makes the catch, slips down and gets the ball back to the infield. Threw that from his knees and uh, got it to the cutoff man. So that's a couple of defensive players we've seen slip on the grass tonight. And Vincent, we Vincent went down to one knee. He'd already caught the ball, yeah. so there was no question about the catch. So that's two outs. Runner at first, and the batter is Slade Wilkes. 
He had the big uh, two-run single in the first. Single right in front of Benson into center field. He's a left-handed hitter. And the pitch to the plate is a strike call, nothing in one. <laughs> I'm wondering what that mechanical means of working the tarp was about. I don't know. I wonder if that morphed into the tarp that ate Vince Coleman. <laughs> one strike to count. Check swing and a pitch. Pretty good looking pitch. Must have been just low. One and one. You lost me on that one, John. Vince, uh, the tarp, the, there was a tarp at the old, at the middle Bush Stadium. And uh, when they were, uh, it would come up out of the ground. Pitch inside gets by Spears and Ewing down to second. That's going to be a wild pitch. Charge to Keenan and the count will be two and one. And uh, it would come up and then it would roll out automatically. And uh, the thing came up and Vince Coleman wasn't paying attention and it, he missed the World Series that year because of that tarp accident. He got injured then, huh? Yeah. Two balls on a strike to Wilkes. The pitch is just low, ball three. Boy, Keenan has been all over the plate, and he must have been just inches outside or inches low. Yeah. Hasn't gotten many call strikes. No, I, I, it's like you said, Dick, this is a tight strike zone tonight. Three and one the count. Left-handed hitter waits, and the pitch is on the way, and it is swung on, hit to second. Mabry's there. Over to first in time, and the inning is over. Wilkes grounds out, 4-3. Mabry to Rudder. No runs, no hits, one left. We'll go to the bottom of the third inning. It's Southern Miss 2, Middle Tennessee 1 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Keep clean with hand sanitation stations conveniently located around the stadium concourse. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Oh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? <laughs> yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. You're listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. And we go to the bottom of the third inning. While we have a moment, uh, let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. Second 
the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. JT Mabry takes the first pitch from Tanner Hall. It is outside for ball one. It will be Mabry, Morgan, and Galloway here in the third inning. Next pitch, misses same spot, 2-0. Oh. Crazy stuff happening down in San Antonio, Dick. They're in the top of the third, UAB leading 7-1. They just put up a six spot. There's a foul out of play. Strange things do happen in San Antonio. <laughs> so I've heard. Here's the 2-1 pitch, and Mabry lines it right at the shortstop, Dickerson. Barely has to move and makes the catch for out number one. And with one out, Wyatt Morgan will step in. He drove in the Raiders run in the first inning with a single to right. Out of the state of Kansas. Lenexa, Kansas. Swung on and hit down the left field line. Just barely Just got over. And got down right in the corner and uh, so Morgan will, who was already at second base, will take a shortcut through the infield and come back with a count of one strike. A little bit difficult to see the baseball this time of day. The lights not have not come on yet. Sun's still out. Sun's still out behind, behind the, a cloud. Yeah. Thank goodness. I can actually see right now, kind of. One strike to count to the left-hand hitter. Morgan steps back in. The pitch missed inside. Ball one. One and one. And Hall's pitch grounded foul off the fence in front of the Blue Raider dugout, one and two. One out here in the third, the pitch grounded sharply to first, picked up there by Sargent, the first baseman, and he makes the play unassisted for out number two. Got a nice delegation of fans from Southern Miss here watching their team. You can kind of pick them out, can't you? Oh, yeah. Something about those yellow shirts. <laughs> Here's Jackson Galloway, the Raiders' cleanup hitter. Flied to right in the first inning. Right-handed hitter. Takes the pitch inside, ball one. Galloway and Morgan, the preceding hitter, were teammates in junior college. There's a round ball to third, scooped up by Lynch. Plenty of time, makes the throw in time. And it's a one, two, three inning for Tanner Hall and the Golden Eagles. Nothing across for the Raiders. We have completed three full innings 
for Southern Miss. Two runs, three hits, no errors. For the Raiders, one run, three hits, and one error. Two to one, Southern Miss leads as we go to the fourth inning. The Wendy's inning is coming up on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. This isn't your regular cola, so this isn't your regular cola ad. This is Nitro Pepsi, the first cola ever infused with nitrogen. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. This is cola like you've never had it before. New Nitro Pepsi. Smooth, creamy, delicious. What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Zach Keenan completing his warm-ups as we go to the fourth inning. For Southern Miss, it'll be Danny Lynch, McGillis, and Pato to face the right-hander Keenan. Keenan in three innings has given up two runs, both earned on three hits has walked one, struck out two. Here's Lynch, the third baseman. Left-handed batter. Grounded out to Rudder at first to end the first inning for the Eagles. Lights have just come on here. Sun just came up from behind a cloud. So we got plenty of light now. Here's the pitch. That is a ball. It looked pretty good from up here, but yeah. Again, I'm going to quit guessing. I think he's getting squeezed, Dick. I really do. The pitch. Strike off the outside corner. One and one. Can't complain if he calls them the same way for both both teams, and so far he has. Pitch is low, ball two, two and one to Lynch. It does tend to run up a pitcher's pitch count, though. It does that. The two-one pitch. Taken low for ball three. So Keenan's had a lot of three ball counts. Been able to uh, come back from most of them. Three and one, the count to Lynch. Right-hander delivers. That is a strike called and it's three and two. Lynch a 250 hitter, five home runs.
Swung on, grounded up the middle. That's going to be a base hit. Lynch leads it off for the Eagles with a single to center. And now it's Will McGillis. McGillis flied to center field in the leading off the second inning. He's hitting number seven in the batting order for the Eagles. So the leadoff man is on here in the fourth. Pitch to the plate, swung on, hit deep to left center field. Benson on a long run, leaps, can't get it. It's off the wall. They're going to send the runner home, and McGillis headed to third. He's going to be out there. Raiders cut him down at third base. That was a nice relay from Benson to, who was that, Mabry? Uh, was that Mabry? Or, uh, I'm not sure if it was Mabry or Lopez, but whoever it was made a great throw to third, and McGinnis was out. Coming by, in. by about six feet? Yeah, at least. But the run scored. It's now a three-to-one game. So give McGillis a double. A run batted in. And he is thrown out trying to stretch. That would be uh, eight to six to five on that uh, put out. Swing and a miss, strike one to Peto. So Lopez was the uh, cutoff man according to the official score. One out, base is empty. There's a ball high. One ball, one strike. So that hit off Keenan was the fifth hit for the Golden Eagles. And third run, Peto swings and misses, strike two. One and two. Keenan's pitch, strike three call. Peto caught looking. Good fastball at the knees. That's out number two in the third strikeout for Zach Keenan. Well, that's that uh, low inside corner that he has not been getting. And now the catcher, Rodrigo Montenegro, who singled on the first pitch in the second inning. You were talking about pitch counts. Uh, this will be Zach's 70th pitch of the ball game. We're in the fourth inning with two outs. Strike on the outside corner, nothing in one. At this point, you'd like to be out of the fourth with, say, 60 pitches. So he's a little bit high. There's a strike called, and it's 0-2. Montenegro swings from the left side, as does his older brother, who is in the on-deck circle. Boy, that looked like strike three to me. Boy. Mm. Called a ball, one and two. I don't know where that one was. Two outs, bases empty in the fourth. A run has scored. There's a bouncing ball to Mabry at second. Plays the big hop. Over to first in time. 
and the inning is over. For the Golden Eagles in the fourth, one run, two hits, and nobody left. We'll go to the bottom of the fourth inning, the Wendy's inning coming up for you Blue Raider fans on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors' Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. We go to the bottom half of the fourth inning, and this is the Wendy's inning. If the Blue Raiders get a hit during their fourth inning, everyone will win a free Dave's single cheeseburger, courtesy of Wendy's. So get a cheeseburger for somebody, for everybody. It'll be Rudder, Coker, and Snyder for the Raiders here in the fourth. Well, I'd say I'd like my chances here. You got any score updates uh, while we wait? Well, let's see, uh, mostly just uh, some, well, there is one big one. Western Kentucky had been leading uh, ODU 3-1 to one, uh, going to the eighth inning and uh, Old Dominion put up a four spot in the top of the eighth and now leads uh, Western Kentucky five to three bottom of the eighth up in Bowling Green. Here is Briggs Rudder to lead it off in the Raider fourth inning. Swings and misses on the first pitch. I don't know if I've ever said this before, John, but go Hilltoppers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard you say that, no. And there's a ball hit in the right field. Right fielder coming on. And he will not be able to get it. That drops in front of him for a Wendy's cheeseburger. Wendy's hit. So if you will stay with us when the inning is over, we'll tell you how to redeem your, your cheeseburger thanks to Briggs Runner. His second consecutive hit. And the fourth hit off Tanner Hall. Here's Brett Coker. Brett hit into a fielder's choice to end the first inning. Swings and misses at the first offering from Tanner Hall. Nothing and one the count. Rudder, the runner at first. And the pitch, bunted foul. And the count will go to 0-2 on Coker. Raiders trying to play a little small ball there and move the runner up. 
So Hall ahead in the count, two strikes. Checks the runner at first and the pitch. Swing and a miss. Struck him out and that is strikeout number three for Tanner Hall and the batter will be Eston Snyder. Snyder led off the second inning with a double down the left field line, but he was stranded at second base. Snyder came into the game hitting 324. And the pitch to the plate taken low for ball one. Oh, that single uh, pulled him up to 333. Here's the pitch. Strike called. One ball, one strike. I think we've mentioned this on the air before, but Snyder came in and had a good series at Marshall, got in the starting lineup. The Raiders haven't been able to get him out of there. There's a ball hit down the to left field sharply, but that ball dropped. He either dropped the ball or he was picking up a daisy. I don't know what. I think he dropped the ball and the runner did not uh, try to advance. So rudder is. So they made the, uh, they just picked up the ball and threw to second base and the umpire just called him out. Ball was hit right at the left fielder, Ewing. Yeah, it was a line drive. And, he appeared uh, to drop it and and uh, reached down to pick something up. <laughs> that ball, that's one of those things that might have knuckled on him a little bit as it came straight at him. Wow. Now, Coach Tolman is arguing something, but either way, if he caught the ball, the Raiders would have Rudder at first with one out. If he didn't catch the ball, they got a force at second. So they'll have Snyder, who's a little bit speedier runner on at first, with, uh, I think I said one out, with two outs. I think, here's what Coach Tolman is saying. You guys, talking to the umpires, did not give the safe side so my runner would know to run. Right. I think that's what he's saying, because he kept signaling safe, safe. And of course, his runner, if uh, he, he cannot go to second base without knowing. No. Runner had to wait and see if the ball was caught before he took off second base. So the umpires are going to huddle Again, this is the second conference they've had in the middle of the infield, and we're just in the fourth inning. But that's not going to take your cheeseburger away. No. Cheeseburger is. <laughs> While we have a minute, I can tell you how to redeem that cheeseburger. Uh, you need to text the word single to 83200 receive your coupon for a free single cheeseburger at Wendy's. You can redeem your coupon at any Murfreesboro or Smyrna location. Again, that is text the word single to 
3-2-0-0. So Snyder is at first base. They're calling that a fielder's choice. On a fielder's choice. And the out at second base is seven to four. Left fielder to the second baseman. Here Spears takes the first pitch for strike one. Check of the runner. And the pitch lined to left field. Left fielder can't get it, drops in front of him for a base hit. Rolls into foul ground. Snyder dives into third base safely. Down to second is Spears. And the inning continues. That ball hit fair and then rolled foul. And when Snyder saw the left fielder having to go over to Bruce Fausto Lopez, Raiders trail three to one. Outside in the dirt, good stop by the catcher that saved a run. And you know, you th think back on this inning and uh, if the umpire just does his job, makes the call on the ball dropped in left field, we'd have had a runner at first and second and just one out and that one of those runs would have scored on that last play or the play before. Lopez takes a strike, one ball, one strike. So Snyder is at third, Spears at second, Benson at first. One ball, one strike to Lopez. Fausto hits a little looper over the pitcher's head. Second baseman gobbles it, goes by him. One run will score, two runs will score, and the Raiders will have runners at first and third. Is that what you call a bad hop single? Or uh, no, they call it, official score calling that in E4. Yeah, I thought uh, he, he should have made the play. Now the runner might have distracted him. Oh, because uh, without a doubt. The runner, Benson, was very close to the ball when the second baseman got there. Good job of base running from Luke Benson. He's now in third base. So we're going to score both those runs on an error. Runners at first and third. And the batter is J.T. Mabry, and we've got a the scoreboard is three, wrong. Three game. Yeah, they put those two runs in the wrong place. Strike call <laughs> to Mabry, nothing in one. Don't give them any help. They they score enough on their own. Three three. We are in the bottom of the fourth. Mabry's 0 for two. Hits one sharply to the shortstop. Dickerson goes to second for the force play there. And the inning is over, but not before the Raiders come up with two runs on one, two hits. There was an error and two men left on base. We have completed four full innings. It is Middle Tennessee three, Southern Mississippi three on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield.
hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread. Proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and share the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. And we take this game into the top of the fifth inning. The totals on the board are exactly the same. For Southern Miss, three runs, five hits, and an error. For the Raiders, three runs, five hits, and an error. And the deeper you can get in that ball game, uh, this ball game, and those numbers stay like that, the better you got to think your chances. Top of the batting order for the Golden Eagles here in the fifth. It will be Gabe Montenegro, the center fielder, and then Dickerson and Ewing to face Zach Keenan. Keenan's pitched four innings, allowed three runs on five hits, walked one, struck out three. First pitch to Montenegro is taken high for ball one. He's a one of those uh, super seniors, fifth year. And the pitch to the plate, swung on, grounded, pass first, but foul. Their first base coach makes a pickup, tosses it out of play, and it's one ball, one strike. Keenan's pitch, swing and a miss. Good to see uh, our friend John Cox, who's the voice of the Golden Eagles. He's been there longer than I've been here, John. (laughs) So you both uh, started when you were babies, right? That's right. Swing and a miss. Oh, got him on a changeup. Four out number one, and for Keenan, that will be strikeout number four. So with one out, the batter is Dustin Dickerson, the shortstop. Number 10, Dustin Dickerson. Dickerson flied to center in the third inning, and in the first inning, had a sacrifice bunt. Raiders uh, send some folk down toward their bullpen. You got to think that they're not going to uh, have uh, Keenan on a very long leash tonight. He's up uh, almost, uh, I think this next pitch is number 75. Strike call to Dickerson, nothing in one. You certainly would like to get him through the fifth. Be nice to get him through the sixth, but he is not going much longer than that. Same spot, strike two called. So Dickerson has looked at the first two pitches, both in the strike zone. Keenan ahead in the count, 0-2. And they swing it a foul out of play to the right. 
Yeah, they're getting a little uh, activity down there. I don't think anybody's throwing yet. Nobody's throwing. They're just starting to lose. They know, they know who the next man up is. Two strikes the count. Ball one is outside. And uh, as I said, I don't think they'll wait very long. They're not going to let this thing get away from them. Not if they've got a chance. The one-two pitch is outside. The Raiders are tied for third in Conference USA. They're three games behind the league-leading Golden Eagles and three games head-to-head -head with them this week. Louisiana Tech is second. UTSA tied with the Raiders in third place. It just swung on and fouled out of play. So we need, we need La Tech. Well, La Tech and Charlotte. Charlotte's one game behind the Raiders, so either. La Tech is one game in front, so it. That's either or there. Yeah. Here's yeah. the pitch, and it's outside, ball three. And uh, over in uh, Charlotte, uh, uh, we're in the top of the seventh over there. Charlotte leading La Tech nine to two. Wow. Full count now. Here's the 3-2 pitch, and it is just outside. Keenan thought he had that. Yep. But that is ball four. So after getting ahead two strikes, four pitches out of the zone, and it is uh, the second walk for Zach Keenan. Runner first for Reese Ewing, the left fielder. He has been hit by a pitch and has walked. Stands in from the left side. Dickerson, the runner at first. He has a modest total of five stolen bases, but they don't run much. First pitch is a strike to Ewing. Southern Miss has had 22 stolen bases on the season. The Raiders have had 78. <laughs> Middle Tennessee leading the league in stolen bases by a pretty good margin. Long look and a quick throw to first. Dickerson gets back in there. Well, if you don't run, the last thing you want to do is have a runner picked off first. Yeah. That means somebody was a little bit more aggressive than, than you probably want. Here's the pitch. That's right in there for a strike. So for the second straight batter, Keenan gets out in front, two strikes. He lost Dickerson. Walked him on a 3-2 pitch that was very close. Mabry's a couple of steps into right field for this left-handed hitter. Another throw to first. Got back easily that time. Now the sun down behind Floyd Stadium now, Dick. Lights starting to take effect. So it's not the sun and 
your eyes now. It's the lights. <laughs> Hopefully I won't lose anything in the lights. Oh, pitch just outside again. Keenan thought he had the outside corner. Yeah. One ball, two strikes. Dickerson, who walked as the runner at first, with one out. Fifth inning. Swung on, hit foul, out of play to the right side. And towards the Raider bullpen. Count holding at one and two. Wind starts to kick up a little bit now out in center field. You see the flag. Yeah, blowing straight out right now. One ball, two strikes the count to Ewing. Keenan comes set. And the pitch to the plate is swung on, fouled over by the Raider dugout. Just barely got a piece of that. Count holding at one and two. Tomorrow's game will start at 6 o'clock. We'll be on the air at 545 with the pregame show. Hope you'll come out and watch us in person. <laughs> Keenan ready for the 1-2 pitch. It is taken for strike three. Got the call. Got the ball over that outside corner. Second strikeout in the inning and the fifth in the game for Zach Keenan. First baseman number 41, Christopher Sargent. So here's the cleanup hitter Sargent has struck out and fly to center. Hit a deep fly to center that Benson caught out near the warning track. Wasn't a whole lot of room uh, left on that fly ball, was there? No. Benson deep in left center. And the pitch is swung on, hit in the air to center field. Benson has room out there, drifting over in the right center and makes the catch for out number three. So that is all in the fifth for the Golden Eagles. No runs, no hits. One left. We are halfway home in this game. It is Middle Tennessee 3, Southern Mississippi 3 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. This isn't your regular cola, so this isn't your regular cola ad. This is Nitro Pepsi, the first cola ever infused with nitrogen. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. 
This is cola like you've never had it before. New Nitro Pepsi. Smooth, creamy, delicious. The Blue Raiders. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. And we go to the home half of the fifth inning in a 3-3 ball game for the Raiders. Three, four, five hitters will be coming up to face right-hander Tanner Hall. Hall in four innings has allowed three runs, only one earned, five hits, and walked none. He has struck out three. Here's Wyatt Morgan. Throw in the Raiders' first inning run with a single to right. And hits this one into the air into left center field. Center fielder Montenegro moving over and makes the grab for out number one. One pitch, one out in the fifth inning. Left fielder number 16, Jackson Galloway. Jackson Galloway is 0 for 2. Slide to right and grounded to third. Came into the game hitting 359 as the Raiders' leading hitter. Seven home runs, 32 runs driven in. Takes the first pitch and it's ball one. Well, we got a final up in Bowling Green. Next pitch swung on and driven into left field for a base hit. A one-out single for Galloway. So tell me the Hilltoppers came back and won. They did not. Uh, they uh, gave up, uh, after leading 3-1 to one into the eighth inning, they gave up four runs. And top of the eighth, Old Dominion uh, winner 5-3. to three. That's a final. So Old Dominion is now 17-11. Florida Atlantic 17 and 11. Looks like Charlotte's on the way to beating 17 and 11. Here's Rudder takes the first pitch. Low for ball one. The Raiders, of course, are 17 and 10. San Antonio is 17 and 10. Swing and a miss, one and one. And uh, they're in the uh, top of the fifth down in San Antonio and. UAB is on top, seven to two. One ball, one strike to Rudder. Galloway's got pretty decent speed. He's the runner at first. One out, swung on. That one is sliced foul off to the right. Count goes to one and two on Rudder. Single in the first, singled again in the fourth. All the right-hander comes set, and the pitch right oh. hit him in the back. Wow, I'm sorry, Dick. I thought it hit you. It felt like it. So Rudder is the third Blue Raider to be hit by a pitch. That will move Galloway to second. So first and second one out, and the batter, Brett Coker. They're going to get a bullpen started down on the down the left field line. Yep, they've got a right-hander throwing now. Let's see if I can get a number for you on that. 
All right, let's go to something a little more recent. Okay. John, in 1962, on May the 19th, Stan Musial gets a single for his 3,431st career hit, establishing a National League record. Stan the man delivered the historic hit as a pinch hitter, something he will accomplish coming off the bench 14 times in 19 at-bats that season. Uh, 735 as a pinch hitter. That's not too shabby, <laughs> is it? No, That's it's 1962. Not. Uh, that was his uh, next to last season. And uh, by that time, he was uh, pretty close to, if he wasn't already 40, he was right at it. Was not playing day games after night games. Here is Coker with runners at first and second. Takes a strike, nothing in one. Retired uh, after the 63 season. So the Raiders with something going here in the fifth in a 3-3 game. Coker 0 for 2. Strike two called. And one of the ironies of Stan Musial's last game in 1963, and you'll appreciate this, they were playing Cincinnati and the Reds had a second baseman named Pete Rose who was the one that broke Stan Musial's record. Pitches outside to Coker, one and two. I guess Rose broke everybody's record by the time he was through, wasn't it? Pretty much, I think so. One ball, two strikes the count to Coker. Well, I think he broke uh, Stan Musial's, well, I know he broke Stan Musial's National League record before he broke the Major League record passing Ty Cobb. Coker asks for time, steps out of the box. Galloway at second, Rudder at first, one out. Low, ball two. That right-hander's still throwing in the uh, Golden Eagle bullpen. Check his pitch count. Hall has his side, ready for the 2-2 delivery. It's low, ball three. So we're in the fifth, and he uh, in the mid-60s right now. All so. right, John, let's watch the runners. Do you start them here on a 3-2 with first and second? Nobody out. Try to, oh, one out. One out. Try to stay out of the double play. And, uh, with Coker, I don't know. He's been striking out too As much. a line drive, base hit. The runner at second had to hold up to see if the shortstop was going to catch that ball. Then he had to scamper to third, so the bases are loaded with one out, and the batter is Eston Snyder. Well, you know, I don't think they're going to try and score him, uh, even if he had uh, been running. Don't think they would have tried to score him because that ball was not very deep. And it was hit too sharply. Oh, yeah. He got out there in a hurry, and it came back, back in in a hurry. That is hit number seven for the Raiders. And that gets his mound visit. And I think we're seeing a new pitcher. We are. He's called for the right-hander. Yeah, they'll have to take him out now. Second visit in the inning. So we will uh, take a break as the pitching change is about to be made. And we'll come back tell you who about uh, the new pitcher right after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. <laughs> 
Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. So we have a new pitcher in for Southern Mississippi. He is a right-hander. Matt Adams, 5'11", 180, out of Pearland, Texas. And John, you got something on him? I sure do. He's making his uh, uh, seventh appearance, his fourth in relief. He's only thrown 17 in the third innings, given up 11 runs all earned on uh, 15 hits, three walks, 23 strikeouts, 5.71 ERA, a one and one record, no saves. Opponents hitting 231. Of those 15 hits, four of them have been for extra bases, including three home runs. He will face Eston Snyder with the bases loaded. And, excuse me, one out. Well, it, uh, it's a situation the Raiders need to take advantage of. We've got the Friday night starter out. Got him on the ropes. Had a tie ball game. Had a, got some pitching on the Raiders side, so need to make it work. So if you uh, weren't paying attention in the fourth inning, the Raiders. Oh, you're going to tell them how to get their Wendy's again, huh? The Raiders did get the uh, the base hit. In fact, they got uh, two of them in yeah. that inning and scored two runs. So you need to to redeem your free cheeseburger. Text the word single to 83200, and you'll get a coupon back in return. You've checked that out, haven't you? I have. It works. All right, here's Snyder. Doubled in the second. Get into a fielder's choice in the fourth. Eston, a freshman from Franklin. How about a two-run double here? Reliever Matt Adams. And the first pitch to Snyder is swung on a miss. Might have foul tipped it. I think he uh, fouled that. Nothing and won the count. On deck hitter Mason Spears. Raiders have him loaded. One out in the fifth in a 3 3 game. Outside, ball one. Could walk in a run. Center fielder's not too deep for Snyder, nor is the right fielder. Now the left fielder's about normal. 
uh, he remembers that Snyder hit one down in the corner earlier in the game. Yes, he does. Pitch taken low in the dirt, ball two, two and one. Raiders playing the number one team in Conference USA and the number 17 team in the country. The Golden Eagles of Southern Miss. Two balls and a strike. Swing and a miss. Southern Miss, we mentioned this uh, in our pregame show, I think, John, has won 21 consecutive games against Middle Tennessee. The last Blue Raider win was in the 2014 season. That was a long time ago. 2-2, ball hit in the air to right center. Everybody on a run. It'll be taken by the right fielder, but the runner at third will tag. Coming in to score. And the Raiders take a four to three lead. Galloway scores after the catch. Gives Snyder a run batted in his eighth of the season on the sacrifice fly, and the Raiders lead it four to three. Runners remain at first and second with two outs. Spears struck out in the second inning, but doubled down the left field line in the fourth. So the Raiders leading 4-3, we're in the bottom of the fifth. Adams with the pitch, swinging a foul tip. Strike one, Mason Spears. That game down in San, in San Antonio had a six o'clock start time. They are running about an inning ahead of us right now. And it's UAB seven, San Antonio three in that ball game. Spear stands back in with a one strike count. Runners lead at first and second. Adams comes set. And the pitch is swung out and missed. Montenegro drew back as if to throw <laughs> down to first base. I don't yeah. think the first baseman was. Oh, he did, uh, but Bert Coker was taking care of it. He, uh, he will definitely have to have some extra detergent on the on the front of that uniform. Two strikes, the count to Spears. Two outs, two on, and the fifth. Way outside, ball one. Tried to get him to chase that outside pitch and Spears wasn't having any of that. One and two. Double and Coker probably scores from first. You'd like to have more than one out of all this. Took it low in the dirt. Rudder made a break from second base, but wisely decided to get back to the bag. Mm -hmm. And the count is two and two. Spears, a recent graduate of this university. 
spring commencement, although he was elsewhere playing baseball. <laughs> he and Lopez both received their degrees. Swing and a foul. He stays alive. Two balls, two strikes. Yeah. I asked him, I said, don't you regret missing the chance to walk across in a cap and gown and get? He said, no, I'd rather be playing baseball. <laughs> I, I, I walked uh, as an undergraduate, but we actually got hoods. You know, there weren't that, but a hundred of us at uh, Southwestern in Memphis, I guess, in my class. So they could afford to do that. Two balls, two strikes. Spears hanging in. Runners lead at first and second. And the pitch is swung on, hit to center field. Center field will move him over, back a little bit into right center. Makes the catch for out number three. So that is all in the fifth. Raiders come up with a run on two hits. Two men left on base. There were no errors. We have completed five full innings. It is Middle Tennessee four, Southern Miss three on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Oh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. 